United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Pressure is mounting on leaders in Iraq trying to deal with the rising tensions, Israel, uh, Saudi Arabia, Iran, U.S., all of that is mixed together. Perhaps a reconstitution of ISIS. Those are all things on the mind of our next guest, Sarhang Hamasaid, who's director of Middle East programs at the United States Institute of Peace, tweeting at Sarhang, S-A-L-A-R. Sarhang, welcome back. Thank you for being on POTUS today. Thank you, Tim. Good to be back. we have not heard much in this presidential race or otherwise recently about Iraq. We've heard a lot about Iran. We've heard a bit about Saudi Arabia in conjunction with a lot of other things. But what what is the situation in Iraq right now? Because it is in a central position and in some ways finds itself in the middle of a lot of different pies right now. Uh, yes, uh, definitely in the Middle East, uh, tensions have been rising. Uh, and at the heart of those tensions, uh, the pressure uh, from the U.S. Uh, on Iran. And that led to developments in the, uh, in the Gulf and the area where ships have been, uh, navigation has been affected, attacks on Saudi Arabia, uh, attacks in Iraq uh, against um, uh, economic interests suspected to be affiliated with the United States, uh, rockets landing near the U.S. embassy. So there has been incidents and more recently uh, attacks or explosions uh, at, uh, excuse me, weapon depots uh, belonging to the armed groups uh, under organized under the Popular Mobilization Forces. So in all of this uh, tension where, where uh, Iran, a good number of it is seen as pressure on Iran or Iran responding to that pressure from the United States and the region, Iraq is caught right in the middle. Um, uh, Iraq has, the Iraqi leaders have been concerned for a long time um, uh, that they may become the, uh, pulled into one camp versus another, something they have been trying to avoid. Uh, but uh, they have also been concerned that Iraq may become the battleground for uh, a proxy war. And some of that is also, uh, there are concerns that may be materializing with the recent explosions. Uh, so both sides now, um, the popular mobilization forces in Iran are going to the Iraqi government asking that the uh, skies of Iraq should be uh, protected, not to be used against the popular mobilization forces, the same way the U.S. and uh, uh, regional countries are going to the government of Iraq saying you have to uh, prevent Iraq being a launching pad of attacks for uh, those uh, armed groups, etc., etc. So in one hand, it, on one hand, it's good that both sides are going to the Iraqi government and uh, trying to act. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, uh, this pressure has definitely undermined the Iraqi government, put it at a very awkward situation because it has been seen as being unable to control uh, its air and uh, and uh, territories in a way that would discipline uh, uh, armed groups and prevent attacks. Speaking of the government, uh, it'll be, I guess, October the 2nd will be the anniversary of Baham Saleh taking over as the president. And I wonder, what is the state of the government in Iraq right now? So there has been a slow um, uh, government formation process uh, that affected things. uh, But now uh, most of the ministries on place, the most recent ones were the Ministry of Defense and the Ministry of Interior and Justice. Uh, but the uh, the layer beneath uh, the minister level, the, the deputy ministers and director generals um, appointing those has been a slow process. So 
the working level of the government has not been uh, coming along as fast. Uh, but uh, if you take the bigger picture uh, of Iraq, that process uh, has never been fast in Iraq. And second, uh, sorting the working level of the government is important. And some have concerns that actually one deep state may be uh, being replaced by another new actors uh, becoming stronger in Iraq. So in how, what that translates to is that the people are still uh, unsatisfied with the performance of the government. And the two building blocks, uh, big building blocks that formed the government, the uh, Fatah uh, um, uh, uh, alliance um, and uh, the Sa'irun alliance that have been leading uh, two major blocks, uh, uh, Islah and Bina, uh, may be weakening, especially on the Islah side. Uh, the helm was or is Muqtada Sadr. Um, they've lost a big component, al-Hikmah group, that has now formally an opposition. So in Iraq, now you have a formal bloc in parliament acting in opposition. And we are seeing movement on the side of the Sadrist uh, organizing uh, sessions to, uh, to uh, uh, question ministers uh, in the government. Uh, some see, obviously, they claim that this is an attempt to reform the government and, uh, and go after corrupt practices. But you could also see this as uh, preparations for the next round of the elections, the provincial elections coming up next year. So this is applying pressure on the government uh, and trying to win uh, favors with the vote uh, with the vote. And, and you consider those elections key, correct? The upcoming provincial elections that are slated, they've been rescheduled for September. Uh, sorry, uh, for April uh, 2020. Uh, are instrumental in keeping the momentum of taking Iraq's political energy, uh, sorry, Iraq's energy from uh, the, 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 the two, recovering from two uh, existential crises uh, in Iraq, which was the fight against ISIS and the, the referendum of the Kurds um, in 2017. Uh, national elections last, last year was an important step in that direction, um, and uh, the provincial elections next year are an another step. However, it is important to note that um, when national elections last year, there were grievances on the side of the people, low turnout, uh, concerns about the voting process, the uh, addressing uh, uh, grievances in the process. It is really important for the international community um, and the Iraqi leaders to take uh, the upcoming elections seriously in the sense that they need to restore at least a degree of the confidence of the voters in uh, those elections uh, and in international monitoring uh, and Iraqi civil society monitoring of the uh, elections uh, is central at all the nodes of the uh, of the election in the electoral commission, the voter registration, uh, the day of the elections, and the declaration uh, and announcing the results. Sarhang Hamas Saeed with the United States Institute of Peace with us. You mentioned ISIS. How concerned are you about a resurging ISIS? I am concerned, and others uh, are as well, uh, in the sense that uh, ISIS, uh, as a threat, is still there as an ideology. It is there as an operation. They do not hold territory today, but they remain to be active uh, and stage attacks, and that cost lives and that embarrass the Iraqi security forces uh, in areas uh, in Anbar province, in Diyala, in um, uh, Kirkuk, Ninawa, and um, the, uh, these attacks are come in the form of assassinations, uh, improvised explosive devices, uh, kidnapping. Um, they have they have been regrouping in the sense that they are also uh, collecting 
um, uh, ta- taxes or uh, extorting local populations as a source of revenue. So I, it's not growing to be um, a threat the way that we have seen ISIS holding territory. But uh, at this rate and with other Iraq's problems in the, uh, in the, in the, in the political space and the, men, the, the uh, tensions we mentioned where Iraq is caught in, uh, this could grow into a bigger problem down the road if the state uh, authority of Iraq and the security forces weaken. Uh, but we are not there yet. Sarhang, thank you for joining us on POTUS today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Sarhang Ahama Saeed, who is Director of Middle East Programs at the United States Institute of Peace, keeping his eye on one of those spinning plates internationally that sometimes falls through the cracks. We need to have experts like him who are watching it because otherwise something happens and the plate crashes. But uh, Sarhang is tweeting at Sarhang, S-A-L-A-R, S-A-R-H-A-N-G-S-A-L-A-R. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.